Very good day to you, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Entering Stage Right. I'm D. Paul Thomas, actor and playwright, podcasting from the heartland of America, right here in old Indianapolis, Indiana. And it is Sunday, May 21st, a day later than we normally podcast due to wonderful technical things, which we will not go down that rabbit hole with, except to say that joining me all the way from the left coast, uh, but always entering stage right, is my co-host, wonderful actor, director of some of the biggest hits in TV history, Philip Charles McKenzie in a... A very good day to you, Sir Philip. It's great to be back with you after a couple of week hiatus that we've both been on. So I have to ask you, as always, how is everything going out in Los Angeles? Well, things are going well, I guess. Uh, we are we are deep in May gloom. I think I mentioned that that June gloom sometimes starts in May, and the oh, whole yeah. month the whole month of May. The sun comes out maybe two in the afternoon to like three thirty. That's how that's how heavy the uh, the overcast has been. And uh, you know, I had a uh, I had a slight procedure done that uh, sort of kept me and us off the air. And I'll I'll I'll, I'll say one thing that I, I had to uh, I had to spend a, a bit of time in, in in bed in a particular room in the house. And what I found. Throughout the month of May, you can you can tell how birds and their nesting and their eggs and their fledglings work. What do I mean by that? Well, <laughs> for the first two weeks in May, all night long, not all night, but sometimes for an hour at a time, especially mockingbirds who have those, you know, the whole uh, repertoire of arias they have, yes. in the middle of the night would just go crazy singing tweet 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 that daddle 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 all of their you know all of their arias mm-hmm. and then stop but it would go on for over an hour in the middle of the night so i figured well it must be you know they 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 laid their eggs and maybe they have the fledglings and whatever they are doing and then as fast uh, 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 or as quickly as it was happening yes. this past weekend it stopped <laughs> yeah. The middle of the night was dead silent, except, you know, except for an annoying little bird who had to get up and go to the bathroom and or tweet it once like or that. twice. Yeah. But but it yeah. it went from just all night long, or for you know good yeah. segments, and all of a sudden it stopped. So yeah. I'm thinking, well, maybe the little buggers left the nest or something. <laughs> so so when, when when you're lying in bed and you don't have much else to think about, <laughs> that's what you think about. But they um, they, they provide a beautiful or- orchestral, uh, shall we say, background uh, to those early morning hours sometimes when the sleep does not come that's for sure absolutely absolutely yeah. but you know one thing i did do and during our time office i never i never i never miss a beat of what's going on in our uh, bizarre state of california tell us uh, tell us well what's going on is our, our listeners know that there there was like a two-pronged thing that uh, um uh, the state of california commissioned a uh, a board uh, of made up of who I don't know, yeah. um, to uh, talk about uh, uh, reparations. 
as, as well as San Francisco did, which is a separate board, a bunch of people mm-hmm. to say how much money you know, the, the world owes them in a state that was not a slave state. And uh, you know, none of us uh, are old enough to have had slaves or, the, you know, or who uh, would have been slaves. Well, Gavin Newsom has been the, the, the real champion with this. We have to have uh, um, um, uh, reparations. We right. have to. We have to. You know, the, this 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 um, thin-brained fellow that he is. Well, all of a sudden, the we're just talking the California board, not the San Francisco board, came out and said, "Okay, this is what we uh, this is what we've come up with." Uh, oh, California owes black residents about a mil to each. Nice. Nice. Even if you're not descend, even if you're not, uh, oh, oh, they limit eligibility to descendants of slaves. Well, who's going to check that? Well, realizing, uh, you know, and Newsom obviously is dying to be president. They realized. And he can do good. basic math, right? Well, you know. Deepal, I'm not sure about that. <laughs> Given what's going on, I, I will not guarantee you that. Okay, this, would, okay. this would obviously run into billions of dollars. And by right. the way, the state of California is billions in debt. So all of a sudden, Newsom gets a little cute this week. Yeah. Perhaps with his eye to the future presidential ambitions. All of a sudden, Gavin Newsom declined to endorse the cash payments for a single recipient of a mill too. Uh-huh. Recommended by his reparations task force, telling Fox News Digital that dealing with the legacy of slavery is, quote, about much more than cash payments. <laughs> so, you know, what's the old thing? He's dancing as fast as he can. Yeah. De- and this is, he goes on, uh, uh, dealing with that legacy is about much more than cash payments. <laughs> Many of the recommendations put forward by the task force are critical action items. We've already been hard at work addressing, I don't know what that means, breaking down barriers to vote, as an example. Now, when has anybody in California not been able to vote? Okay, bolstering resources to address hate. Well, that's good too. And going on and on and on, all while investing billions to root out disparities and improve equity in housing education. All of this basically is being a way to say, you know what, folks? You're not going to get any money. (laughs) You know know what this is? You're not going to get any money. Philip, this is is the old uh, baited switch, isn't it? It isn't. You know, I thought you're exactly right. It is a bait and switch. And you know, you know how, especially conservative blacks, like a Candace Owens, among others, yeah. she has said, you know, conservative blacks for a long time talked about uh, the, the, uh, the black community, a large part of the black community has been held hostage on the plantation of leftist Democrats, the Democratic Party. Mm-hmm. They are promised everything. We'll give you this. We'll give you that. We'll give you everything. Just keep voting for us. And when you think about it, now, Obviously, I'm not for reparations. It's the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. But here is another example. We'll give you the money. We'll give you everything. And as you just said, DePaul, bait and switch. Uh, no, you're not going to get it. Yeah. So they, yeah. They, 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 they dangle the carrot in, you know, on the stick, and all of a sudden they back off and still will expect the uh, black Americans to vote for them. So you're, the yeah. bait and switch is yeah. spot on. 
Yeah, ergo, Biden has the uh, chutzpah to uh, look at a African-American podcaster and say, man, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. Yeah. Can, can, and I, can, I, I, yeah. can you think of a more racist statement? Yeah. That no, literally, no, no, if yeah. you are not a Democrat, if your vote doesn't come for me, I will take your core identity away from you. Imagine it. It's 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 insane, Philip. It's insane. Are you still with me, my friend? Philip, are you there? For whatever reasons, I have lost you. So I'm hoping you come back. <laughs> I am here. Oh, good, good. I, yes. for, for a moment, I thought we were having technical difficulties. Well, listen, I want to move in right into our main topic. And uh, it has been a busy week, including, by the way, the passing of Jim Brown. And, you know, Philip, I didn't realize as I watched Mr. Brown uh, as a very young man, as a wonderful football player with infinite gifts in terms of balance and speed and just sheer strength. I didn't realize that in nine seasons, he never missed a game. Never missed a game. And not only that, you know, he, uh, he went to uh, college at Syracuse, which is near where I went to college. And he oh, yeah. was, uh, I believe he was from, I believe he was from Long Island. He was not only a football player, he was a an all American lacrosse player. Good he grief. was a wrestler, and there was another sport which is escaping me at the moment. This guy was un, this guy was unbelievable as an athlete, and you know there have been a lot of guys over the years. You know, pro football's been around for a long time, uh, but it, there's no one comes near him. He he would have four guys on him and break a tackle and just keep running. He was, yeah. he, he, yeah, he, that was, he, yeah. you almost want to call him a freak of nature, although yeah. that, that sort of, that sort of denigrates his amazing ability. He was yes. not a freak of nature. He was just, just someone so far Someone above. sublime in nature. Oh, yeah. unbelievable. Just, yeah. Just, yeah. just, just quite lovely. Well, we, we, we've lost, we've lost one this year. And of course your whole city is in shock this morning. L.A. is in shock this morning as your Lakers fell, now down three zip to Denver Nuggets. I mean, I watched that game last night, just assuming the Lakers would bounce back after losing two in Denver. And boy, I'm telling you, uh, uh, they just they got out of the stands in that last minute, and boy, they 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 hit it. So a lot, a lot of changes uh, out your way, and indeed, not only uh, did we have the passing of Jim Brown, but you know, the Durham report segueing here to something that I really haven't kept up on, Philip. I'll have to be honest with you. That report seems to be passing away as well, at least with the mainstream media dismissing it. Why is that report and why does its story remain an important one in your judgment, Philip? It is not only an important story. It is it is probably the the most important. I th I think it it takes whatever Watergate was and reduces it to nothing. And by the way, the reason this is going to fade away faster than you can blink bat an eye yeah. is that the media, right, who controls information in terms of what information we get or don't get, you know, it's the old thing we've talked about, what they cover and also what they choose not to cover, that they were part and parcel of this whole thing. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, this is what happened. Uh, this is what the Durham... Oh, and the other thing is that the, no prosecutions have been uh, recommended. So since that's not going to happen, this report, 300-page yeah. report, gets, uh, gets filed in the, uh, you know, uh, as far as the mainstream media and the powers that be in government gets filed away under... Um, what happened? Nothing happened. This is this is what the report said. This is the uh, he, he, the prosecutor Durham uh, uh, recommended no no criminal charges, but he did say neither U.S. law enforcement nor the intelligence community, mm-hmm. CIA, FBI, appears to have possessed any actual evidence of collusion in their holdings at the commencement of Crossfire Hurricane Investigation, oh. which was the investigation into Donald Trump, the supposed uh, Russia, Russia, Russia. And he says, based on the review of Crossfire Hurricane... Now, if this is written in a very, uh, very uh, uh, vanilla, cold, uh, dispassionate way. Yes, but listen yes. to the words. If our listeners listen to the words, based on the review of Crossfire Hurricane and related intelligence activities, we concluded that the Department of, of Justice and the FBI failed to uphold their important mission of strict fidelity to the law in connection with certain events and activities described in this report. The FBI personnel, I'm quoting, also repeatedly disregarded important requirements when they Mm -hmm. continued to seek renewals of FISA surveillance. They lied to the FISA court over and over again. Mm -hmm. Then, and in hindsight, that they did not Many of them, even uh, Strzok, Peter Strzok, the guy who was oh, yeah. you know, snarling all the time, even though they did genuinely did not believe there was probable cause to believe that the target, Mr. Trump, was knowingly engaged in any clandestine intelligence activities on behalf of a foreign power. Even Strzok said to some, uh, you know, a colleague or something, yes. there's nothing here. We're going down the hole. This, this is nothing. But the pressure came. Now, th- this is how, this, this, to, to try and keep it uh, as simple as possible, mm-hmm. this is, and I wrote this down this morning, a little note to myself, yeah. the entire federal apparatus mm-hmm. conspired to destroy an American citizen, Donald Trump, whether you like him or not, to conspire to to destroy an American citizen to, first of all, keep him from coming into the White House. And once he was in the White House, to destroy him. And you know where this started? This started in the Oval Office in a meeting with none other than Barack Obama. Yeah, and Vice President Biden and And, Attorney General Loretta Lynch and the the FBI Director Comey was there and CIA Director John Brennan. They all knew that Hillary Clinton was planning to frame Trump. And the reason they, one of the reasons they didn't go after uh, Hillary Clinton because she had uh, totally top secret stuff on a private personal server. She could been in jail for years but you know what no one wanted to touch her because everybody thought she was going to be president and goodness knows you want a good job with the new president right i thought she was going to be president 
I remember. Well, then you were you were too late applying for a job then, <laughs> deep, deep Paul. No, but I remember I stayed up till two o'clock, three o'clock, whatever it was here on the East Coast time, watching those results come in, and when finally, you know, it was a we we were aware of the fact. I mean, it was it was a shocking. It, and again, as you like to say all the time, Philip, people haven't gotten over the shock yet. <laughs> you know, That's they right. they just can't believe it. That's right, and, yeah. and, and 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 in a in a way, you know who the hero of this is mm-hmm. is Donald Trump. Again, whether one likes Donald Trump or they never want him to be president, yes. again, it's irrelevant. The man is an American citizen, and any man or woman who is an American citizen, naturally born, can run for president. If you don't like them, don't vote for them. Yes. This is uh, yeah. um, uh, uh, Ben Shapiro, who is uh, you know, oh, yeah. um, Daily Wire. Uh, right, right. He, he came yeah. out, he, and 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 he was never a Trump fan, never a Trump fan until he right. became president, and he saw what was being done. But this this is I'm quoting. From, from Shapiro. I'm quoting, I'm quoting from, from Shapiro. Yeah. He says, for years, Donald Trump had suggested that the F- FBI was out to get him, that they had colluded with the Clinton campaign, they'd colluded with the Obama administration, that the deep state had basically subverted his presidency. Mm. Well, sounds like a lot of hyperbole. He, this is me saying that. Yeah. He, this is back to uh, Shapiro. He said it was the greatest scandal in American history, and this is Shapiro, mm-hmm. and it appears he was right. This report is absolutely shocking. It is damning. It is apparent that everyone in the FBI knew that this investigation was bullcrap right up front. Shapiro said it was very clear the Clinton campaign was using the FBI to launder into public view and into law enforcement a bunch of bad allegations. It was clear that the upper echelons of the Obama administration knew all of this was happening. And it goes on and on. And for Ben Shapiro to be uh, uh, that, um, you know, pretty well cutting, cutting cutting right to the bone, uh, and by the way, this is this is how bad this is. Uh, ex, who you mentioned? Oh, you remember there was also uh, uh, this was later on the fifty-one uh, 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 intelligence experts oh, yeah. who signed that paper. Mm-hmm. That was, n- none of that was true. They found none of that was true. That it was just done as a as a uh, a campaign. Um, as a campaign thing to say, and that uh, Biden said it in a uh, in the second debate that all these people come and say you you don't know what you're talking about. But among the people, John Brennan has twice lied to Congress, yes, and then admitted it. Uh, who was the yeah. other guy? Clapper, two or three times lied to Congress yeah. and admitted it. Yeah, and guess what's happened to them? Nothing. This, I, I guess the reason this has upset me so much is that this is the full power of the federal government coming down to say to the American people, mm-hmm. no, 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 we will choose who your president is. And that person will be one who will do our bidding. And mm-hmm. that is not hyperbole, D. Paul. Yeah, no, no. And that's why uh, thank you, Philip, for this uh sort of recapitulation and update on it because uh, uh, it's it's an important report and it's not 
to be dismissed. It's not to be hidden. Any way you look at it, it's it's hard not to think that uh, all of this came out, the entire investigation against Trump out of this tremendous bias and animus toward the uh, candidate. And it's a it's a very it's it's just a sad chapter in the history of the DOJ and in specific the FBI and. Just as you're suggesting, apparently nobody's going to be held accountable. Even former Attorney General Bill Barr, who who is not a Trump fan, he 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 called the investigation, in biblical words, an abomination. And it's hard not to agree that this entire investigation was a disgrace. Though imagine this, Philip, just for a minute, because this really does put the perversity of thought into perspective. Adam Schiff is still saying the investigation was valid, which is perhaps one of the reasons, and I think at this point we can say it, the congenital liar who cost Americans hours and millions and wasted time and money, perhaps he should be expelled from Congress, as Majority Leader McCarthy suggested the other day. But now, imagine this, Philip. I mean, the plot thickens. You've got doddering Diane Feinstein endorsing him, Adam Schiff as as uh, her fill-in as senator to take her place. So welcome, folks, to California Democrat uh, uh, Democratic politics. It's crazy out there, Philip. <laughs> well, first of all, you know, you know how Adam Schiff could get himself out of this if he actually showed oh, yeah. and produced to Congress all of the proof that he claimed he oh, yeah. had. Oh, he yeah. reminds me back in the old days of. Um, of, uh, of 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 uh, McCarthy, Joseph McCarthy. I have here a list of names. I have here. Yes. I have here. No one ever saw it, and that's exactly what Schiff did. I have the evidence. We have the proof. He's never shown it, has he? No. Never. No. And by the by the way, you know, uh, you know how how the left is always so protective of children and and, pe- and old people. They they are complicit in elder abuse with Diane Feinstein. Diane Feinstein, Feinstein, I'm sorry, I don't know the correct pronunciation of her name, but this woman is 89. Uh, she had encephalitis. She is gone. It's yes, sad. She She's is. an old woman. Okay, yes, that's, yes. that's, that's, God that's bless the way, her. that's the way life goes. And they are not allowing her. They are not a Nancy Pelosi. They are not allowing her to reason. By the way, she didn't recommend uh, uh, Adam Schiff. Her people did. Oh yeah, and, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah. and you know, because if she retired tomorrow, good old Adam Gavin Newsom back again, he would uh, um, uh, designate or nominate. He he can just uh, replace somebody. Oh, uh, yeah, at, yeah, at, yeah. at will. Yeah. Yes. Barbara Lee, who was a long-term congresswoman from Oakland, who was a full-fledged communist, who was a Black Panther back in the day, he promised, I am going to appoint a black person. So they can't have Diane Feinstein as incapable and as just far gone as she can be <laughs> retire. They have to hold her up, you know, on a clothesline so so that so that they they can run out the clock and an actual election takes place and 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 um, and mm. um, uh, Adam um, what did I just blank on his name? I Adam I Schiff. Pur- Adam Schiff. I did that on purpose. I think. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, w- w- we'll get it. I mean, it, it, 
it, is this not elder abuse? Yeah, I no. mean this is this yeah. is amazing. By yeah. the way, one one final point. One final point on the uh, yes. on the on the Durham thing. You yes. know the Durham thing. You know they could have. They had a ton of stuff, real stuff, to prosecute Hillary Clinton. Oh, but yes. they never prosecuted her. They never persecuted her. They protected her. Yeah. They protected her from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. And, and, and all of a sudden, Donald Trump is the smartest guy in the room because he knew exactly what was going on. Yeah. Very, very uh, yeah. disconcerting. Yeah, Fasc- fascinating. I'll tell you, I wish there were, <clears throat> excuse me, Philip, I wish there were another bard, you know, of Avon that could come along and write up all of this because uh, it's, it's, it's the labyrinth, the mystery of it, the duplicity of it is, is worthy. But uh, so many of today's uh, artists, playwrights, etc., are reading uh, from the same playbook, which is... Uh, uh, kind of, kind of crazy. Hey, speaking of writers, and I'm just going to segue right into your own Hollywood turf. Indeed, what's going on nearly your own backyard, Philip? And that is uh, a little, a little bit of news and update on the writer strike that's taking place right there in Old LA. Well, I won't comment on the uh, Writers Guild, uh, but one might get sort of an inkling of my thoughts about them. Um, <laughs> in the past, uh, the Writers Guild has been the first uh, to strike. They'll strike at the drop of a hat. And I'll never forget, about 30 years ago, the Writers Guild went out on strike yeah. for months. I mean months. It might have been over a year. I'm, I'm oh, not yeah. quite sure. And when they finally settled, yeah. do you know what they settled for? Exactly what was offered them in the beginning. So they helped destroy, in many ways, scripted material and helped usher in uh, what they call reality programming, which you don't have to have a writer's guild or writers to do that. Reality program kept coming in. So the producers, and I'm not necessarily taking their side either, the producers. It's like, uh, it, it, it's like a GM, if the GM workers went out. If you don't think the people who run the company have been two steps ahead of them in terms of what to do mm-hmm. in case the producers um, uh, in, 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 um, and studios in, in, in Hollywood have, uh, you know, they're, they're way ahead of the game. They know when someone's going to walk. And, mm-hmm. the, and, and as, as sure as the sun comes up in the east, uh, the, uh, the Writers Guild walk. But here's something interesting. Now that we're moving into a new... Uh, by the way, about 30 years ago, I remember the thing was 30, 35 years. One of these, one of the regular writers mm-hmm. strikes was, we have to protect ourselves from cable. Cable is going to provide a lot of opportunities and we need to be, get a piece of that. Okay. Well, the latest one is AI, artificial intelligence. Right. What does that have to do with writers? Well, listen to this. This is amazing. A prominent talent lawyer for A-list Hollywood stars is predicting that the writer's strike will accelerate the industry's adoption of artificial intelligence technology, saying the longer the strike lasts, the more scripts will be written by AI, meaning these (laughs) scripts will be written by a computer. So essentially what they are saying is, you want to keep striking? 
we don't need you. We'll, we'll have a computer write the scripts. And, and, and they are saying that they are basically saying the, 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 the longer the strike lasts, the more resources will be poured into that effort. And, you know, so, so the writers are, and oh, so now, by the way, the writers also was, want as part of the, um, of the settlement of a strike, they want to be protected against the regular use of artificial intelligence. You can't do that to us. <laughs> Whereas the producers could say, oh yeah, watch us. This reminds me, Deep Paul, I don't know if I ever told you this in private. I remember many, many years ago, I said to my wife, I said, do you know what? Nobody likes actors, not in our business anyway. But actors are like, oh, we got to hire an actor for this? Oh, actors, what pains in the butts they are. Oh, my gosh. They want to know why I have to do this in this scene. They, you know. Right, right, they, they right. They hire actors because they have to. And I used to make a joke. Yeah. And this artificial intelligence is is sort of um, is uh, coming back to... Uh, to, uh, uh, I can't think of the word, to, uh, to, to buck up what I was saying. Yeah. I said years ago, do you know if they could create holograms for right. actors and never have to use a living soul again and they would do it by holograms, guess what? They would. So, yeah. so yeah. I, I, have, I, I have been upheld in my fantastical yeah. belief that they, that they would use holograms for actors, whereas now they're saying to the writers, hey, you write it, the computer writes it, what's the difference? We'll still make money. So that is yeah. pretty amazing. It re, it, it and really, this comes from you and I both. This is coming from you and I both, who are writers. No, seriously, it's uh, you know again, again these the strikes, and without going into the 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 details of it, that that one, and it wasn't thirty years ago. How about how long ago was that that major one? Maybe it has been that long. I think Hello. it has been that long. Yeah. Good grief! Yeah. The impact negatively that that had on the industry among right. among actors i mean a lot of people fell between the cracks during that time by the way not just actors yeah this business out here in town in in los angeles there are also ancillary businesses restaurants right. Yeah. People wear uh, 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 property houses, uh, sure. costume oh, property houses. values, everything, yes. No, I'm talking about prop houses, houses. Oh, uh, you yes, know, who, yes. Uh, the, the industries that service yeah. Yeah. show business, camera companies, yeah. Yeah. everything, all of the ancillary businesses, they get shut down too. Now, sometimes a strike is necessary. I, I, I guess, I guess. Uh, and I'm only saying that because I, I guess, I, I, I won't say for sure. Yeah. And yet at the same time, there never seems to be a thought for the, um, the, the, the spread. You know, when you drop yeah, a pebble the, the, in the water, the ripple effect going all the, out. All the secondary implications that That's go right. on. No, it, it's, it's very, very true. Well, listen, we've got a crisp show today, and I have a rather leaving uh, the writers. Uh, I, I don't know. There, there is sort of a, a footnote. I mean, I'm, uh, you, you've got a, a wonderful, wonderful film script that you're uh, finishing work on. I'm, I'm actually involved right now in the seventh draft of one. We had a WGA a gentleman who I think got the minimum 
$75,000 that you get for writing a WGA script, and subsequently it's gone through a few more revisions, and I'm tackling a seventh a seventh draft on it. Uh, it is work. Everybody may have a screenplay under their arm, but uh, uh, many may be called, but few are chosen. It is a it is a, a tremendous craft and art form all unto itself, as you well know. Yeah. And and um, you know even even now when you're using uh, um, you know uh, a lot of these different modems uh, to write a script, if you're stuck with a sentence, you can hit a button and they'll fill it in for you. Do you know that, Philip? They, I mean, they they have this tool that's already working on some level, the AI, right? No, I, d- I didn't know that. Please. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you uh, mean a, a particular program? That yeah, if, if, yeah. If you're halfway through a sentence and oh, yeah. and, and and your mind freezes that they yes. will finish it. Well, oh, there yeah. you go. That's that's uh, uh, yeah. the AI. They'll do yeah. the script. Don't write it. Just come up with an idea, and then the script will write itself. <laughs> exactly. So your your prophecy and prediction, including the hologram, may may absolutely come oh, true. But nobody, sweet Lord, oh, but my. nobody, and you directed many a Frasier. And Roseanne and so many other shows. Oh, nobody can replace that flesh and blood and spirit and spit and sweat that comes from the living actor. As far as I'm concerned, never will. And the, and, and 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 a real writer too. We, yeah, as, yeah. as you know, just, <laughs> yeah. you you just suggested. You know, for you, for you uh, and I both. Uh, you know, you writing plays, me writing screenplays. It's 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 horrible. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. it, it's horrible in terms of what it takes out of you. That's it's all. I'm, horribly, I'm, I'm, yeah, horribly it, wonderful. It, it's, <laughs> it, it's horribly wonderful. It's difficult. Yeah. It can be frustrating, and yet at the same time, it can be rewarding. It's just a lot of hard work. Which Abs- you know, absolutely. what else in life? What in life is gotten without hard work. Absolutely. And I want to just uh, bring our listeners up in my PS that I'm going right into, Philip, um, on an update that uh, our listeners know I've been preoccupied, and that was with the Nashville Christian School shooting. The And I'm going to kind of give you a thumbnail of it uh, before you move into, um, uh, you know, uh, um, our hero, the hero, our, the hero, our, our, yes. our hero of the week. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what, what's been happening is top law. And, and this is an interesting take different from what I've sort of articulated on the show before top law enforcement officials with the Metro Nashville police department. They have filed court motions to delay the release, the journal emails, diaries, etc., of the assailant, Audrey Hale, who killed six people, three adults, three young children there at the Christian Nashville Christian School, suggesting that it was going to hinder their ongoing investigation. And in their court filings, they stated that they believed Audrey Hale, who died on the scene, that she acted alone, but they, quote, do not know for sure in what months more to investigate the case. Now, these court filings, Philip, came in response to a pending open records lawsuit in which the Nashville Police Department was forced to turn over unredacted versions of shooter Audrey Hill's suicide note and journal last week for the judge's review. Now, as you know, myself included, many have been asking for the immediate release of these findings, and they would like to see them 
unredacted. I've expressed that viewpoint. But here's the twist. Earlier this week, Philip, the Covenant School and the Covenant Presbyterian Church, which is where the school is, they're affiliated with each other, they filed motions with the court to become a third-party intervener in the open record suit, stating that the release of such documents could cause safety and security concerns and with the private information of school and church staff. So apparently the vast majority of parents see, and I'm quoting directly from their filing, no good can come from the release of this material and wish to contend that the writings which they believe are the dangerous and harmful writings of a mentally damaged person should not be released at all, given the very real danger of copycat attacks and the trauma and harm that the public release of the documents will cause to the parents, their children, and related family members for years to come. And then came this very interesting caveat, Philip, and I close just to get your response with this before we go into our hero. But the caveat was probably due to accepting the fact, and I'm talking now about the parents and the, the, the school and the church, probably accepting how this will all play out. In another filing in support of having the school's request to intervene in the suit be expedited, the parents request at a minimum that the court refrain from ordering the release of any of these writings until, and this is right around the corner, the June 8 showcase hearing to allow the children of the Covenant School to finish the school year in peace. And I believe it is important that this information come out. But I tend to agree with them and their these parents' wishes that at least it not be until the children have finished the school year. All of this makes sense to you, Philip? Well, that seems that seems uh, a, a minimal uh, a minimal request. But I, I see no reason at all. These, whether it's the FBI or the Nashville Police. They, they've had this they, they've had this stuff for a couple of months now when it, whatever this is and nobody can tell me that that the public's right to know it becomes secondary and tertiary to keeping political speech because this is someone who claimed to be a, uh, um, a trans this is someone who claimed to be trans so it, it automatically became political yes. And to keep this, this is going back to what our initial story of of the Durham report was today. Is that politics? If politics takes over everything and supersedes everything, like the public's right to know, we live in a free society. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, okay, wait till June eighth. Fine, the kids aren't in school anymore. Yeah, but that yeah. that seems. I'm, I'm sorry, that seems a fairly parochial. Um, uh, request. This is the public has a right to know who these lunatics are, mm-hmm. and if 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 it shows that that something about the this this young woman's ideology was was um, was uh, supplemented her her insanity. Well, so be it. We have a right to know. This is a free society, if I remember. And and it, it's the same thing of of of, of the lies, 
and obfuscation of the, the whole Durham report yes, from the CIA, yes, yes. the FBI, yep, for, yep, but the yep. public, it's the same thing with mis and mal and disinformation. The public is stupid, and they are not smart enough to know, absorb, and, 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 and perceive the uh, information. Well, that is and, that is yeah, treating yeah, the whole country yeah, like we're children yeah. that need that need to be hand fed information. That yeah. to me is what bothers me about it, and I think it should be made public. Wait till June eighth, fine. Wait till June eighth. Yeah, no, I in in principle uh, and ultimately I do agree with you. I think it's vital and uh, that the information be released. I thought it was just an interesting response from the church and from the school and. Uh, that consideration probably will take place. But as long as we're talking about, shall we say, stories all the way again, uh, expressed in the Durham report and uh, what's going on in here and information being hidden and twisted, that leads us right into, and you know, I don't even know if we can use the word hero because, Philip, uh, you know, on on the left, you've got uh, uh, completely a, a distortion of uh, and, and, and a suppression of what took place in a condemnation or a vilification. And uh, then, you know, you have you have others who uh, literally do think that Daniel Penny uh, was an, was extraordinary in what he did. I'm curious as to your take on that whole incident. You lived in New York for many years. I lived in Manhattan for 15 years. I got bad knees from going up and down those subway stairs thousands of times as a young actor. Tell me what you're thinking about Daniel Penny. Well, just to uh, uh, for the four listeners who don't know who Daniel Penny is, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, last week or sometime there was a, um, uh, a, a, a madman who uh, was uh, terrorizing uh, people in a subway car. Uh, a madman who had been let out, who was, by the way, one of the top 50 in New York City dangerous people on, on record. They had, not on record forever, but at the moment. And uh, he'd been in and out of jail, you know, released on on on, uh, on his own recognizance or nothing for terrible crimes he committed. So this man is on a subway car. And by the way, you have... When a train, when a subway car a train goes between stations, you got about three minutes where you cannot get out. You are trapped. Right. And it used to be, I mean, back in my day when I lived in New York, there would be police on the train, but on the train, not on the subway platforms. And the p police would walk up and down the train. So there would be much less of this. There were always a few nuts here and there. It has gotten so bad now yes. that this fellow was, this fellow was terrorizing people. And not just Daniel Penny, an ex-Marine, uh, but two other men, one happened to be black, oh my goodness, subdued him. They subdued him, and Daniel Penny used a, a, a chokehold to a point, and then there's video of it, let him, let him up, uh, not let him up, but let, let go of it, and, it got, and everybody was around, and eventually this fellow died. I'm sure he was in the, like the worst possible health one could be, and, uh, and, he, and he died. And uh, in fact, there was just another witness, uh, just the other day, a witness who happened to be, see, it's blowing the narrative, a witness, a black woman who said this young 
fella was terrorizing everybody. Everybody was petrified of what he was going to do. And she thanked God that Daniel Penny and the other two men subdued him. The mm-hmm. fact that the guy died, okay, that's, that's, that's not a good thing. Nobody's, you know, he should have been in jail, by the way. And maybe if he was in jail, he wouldn't have, he wouldn't have been in this situation. And it goes to, it, it goes to a point that I, that this always bothers me is when the, the, the politics of everything, the politics supersedes truth. That is extremely dis, disheartening and disconcerting to me in a country as free as ours, is that the politics, you can say anything and do anything for politics and truth doesn't mean anything. Yeah. And it's very sad that this man, by the way, Daniel Penny, he, he's, he, was, he was on his way to Africa to, to tour around Africa. He was saying, the other, white supremacists? Says, I've been in the Marines. I've lived with people. I've been interacted with people my whole life, and I, I love life, and I was just on my way to, uh, yeah. uh, you know, uh, but, but I'm sorry, Al Sharpton and uh, uh, AOC have to be there to make their that, political uh, points. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they were there at Jordan Neely's funeral, and uh, you know the tragedy of all of this. And it is it is a, a, a tragedy. The loss of any life and every life is a tragedy. But it's a tragedy on multiple levels. It's a tragedy on the fact that the whole disarm the police thing has been uh, disastrous in its results. As you said, the man has a, a, a you know a sheet just as long as his arm, and also just. Uh, we're totally underserving, uh, uh, you know, uh, these people who have uh, tremendous mental issues. And, and uh, you know, he, you're right. He either should have been in prison or he should have been in a facility to, to treat his mental illness. And we know that the threat on the, uh, you know, the, the, the train station was... Was uh, in the train car itself, yeah, as, I mean, as, as it yeah. was traveling, yeah, yeah, in the train car was was absolutely, absolutely palpable. I'm looking at that uh, one note that I sent you, wanting to find, uh, uh, you know, written by Cat um, Rosenfield from from her uh, unheard. Uh, 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 publication and it, it was a reproduced in the free press, but um, you know she said the truth is eyewitnesses did report that Neely was behaving in a threatening way and other people on the train were calling nine one one well before the confrontation with Penny, suggesting that whatever was happening it was a cut above the ordinary subway madness that New Yorkers are so usually good uh, at ignoring and. She says, you know, if you argue that a woman can be traumatized by body humor in the office or awkward come-ons in a bar, surely you would agree that she's entitled to be fearful when trapped underground on a metal tube with an erratically behaving stranger twice her size. So Mr. Penny stepped up and actually tried to, um, yes, not kill someone, but to to restrain someone from the absolute terrifying intimidation that was going on in that car. It's it's 
It's um, And can you imagine again, and I want to have a podcast on this next week, because again, white supremacy, he's just being vilified, classified, and as you say, a Marine traveling around the world, he's off to Africa. Yeah, probably to do more chuckles. I don't think so. Crazy, isn't it? Well, you know, this again, this goes back to, if we're talking about Al Sharpton and AOC, and let's go back to Nancy Pelosi with Dianne Feinstein. They don't care about people. They care about their cause. They care about what is going to support their grandstanding. Yeah. So the true, so truth, and what this man and the other two men who helped him did was they protected a, a, a an entrapped populace in a subway car. Oh yeah, yeah. And 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 and, and he is the one being uh, who who they want to punish for this. This is this is this is uh, this is uh, um, <laughs> a mind bender, as they say. So uh, it I is. say I say God bless Jordan Neely, uh, not Jordan Neely. I'm sorry, the wrong guy. Uh, please forgive me, <laughs> Daniel Penny. Daniel Penny. Well, you know, God God rest uh, uh, Jordan, Jordan Neely, Neely too. too you know, absolutely he, as, a as, tortured as, soul, a tortured you, soul. That's right. As you indicated, Deep Paul, he either should have been in a mental institution or in prison, yes. and not and not be able to uh, uh, run, run, run wild in the streets to cause others. By the way, isn't, isn't part of, of police work and, uh, and the public, um, uh, remember they used to say public, get involved, get involved. It's the number one safety thing is to protect the public. And nobody was protecting the public until until Mr. Uh, un, 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 until Mr. Penny mm. and the other two people stepped up. Nobody was protecting these people. Yeah. And yeah. all of a sudden, Jordan Neely again, you know, obviously a very disturbed man. He got gets priority over the over the people who were. In, uh, probably frightened out of their skins again, you know, three, five, six minutes at a time, depending upon if it's a local or a, an express train, that you can't open the door and get out. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Tragic all around. There's Absolutely. no question about it. And topsy-turvy the world is. But that is it, Sir Philip, and that is it, dear folks. The old Scoobell telling us it's about that time to wrap it up and in way of reminder, friends, uh, thanks for joining us. And regardless of what's going on in indeed this crazy topsy-turvy world of ours, we live in a great country. It's a free country. Keep the discourse going. We're so glad to have to be back after our two-week hiatus. And we got so much to be thankful for. I'm thankful for you, Philip, and I'm thankful for you, dear listener. So till we meet again next week, this is D. Paul Thomas and Philip Charles McKenzie inviting you to join us next week for another podcast of Entering Stage Right. <laughs>